0: Hello and welcome to the Upfake Hour on the Dazed and Reviews podcast feed. I am your host Owen Hart. Joined with me, as always, John DeAngelis. Yes, sir. No, no, Will McDonald today. Um, I didn't ask him to be on every single time. <laughs> just he just sits in the corner and chimes in with some bullshit every seven minutes. Yeah, seven, there's
1: not going to be much of a difference from how it yeah. usually goes.
0: You, you're just not going to hear. Hey, Will, any thoughts on this episode? So if you like <laughs> him just not giving a shit on every episode, I'll have him back. But uh, I just didn't, it's harder to organize that way and just, all right. Um, it's been a, it's been a rough few weeks for me, uh, as I'm sure it is for you. Yeah. Three and seven are in our last 10. Yeah. So we're not going to talk about Celtics today.
1: <laughs> you don't, don't want to talk about them at all. I
0: don't. If you want to spend some time, I don't want to talk about Alex. I just don't want to talk about them. Watching them is hard enough.
1: I think we can That's simply it. say they need to make a move, and I think we'll just leave it at that.
0: Okay. Yeah, they need to make a move. Um, <laughs> I, sh- all right. That's all. I just get angry. Okay. So, <laughs> stop, start of the episode. I'm just going to go through my top five power rankings and have you react to them. Granted, I did these like two minutes before the show, so I put like very little – I put like 10 minutes of thought into them, if anything. So it's going to be very like kind of like, whoa, So whatever. Okay. And also this this is kind of like based on like the past few weeks, who I think is like – you know what I mean? Okay.
1: Yeah. Power okay. rankings are always weird because yeah. you'll have a team be in there that you don't necessarily think is a top five team, but based on how they've been playing, they are. Yes. So that's okay. just something to keep in mind. Five.
0: Miami Heat, because I think that they look like the Miami Heat again.
1: I, got, I don't disagree.
0: Yeah, they got Goron back. They've got Jimmy back. Jimmy has been hooping. Dude's yeah. got like five triple doubles on the month, averaging like twenty eight and eight. Like, dude is being Jimmy Butler that we all love from the bubble. Um, a lot everybody was like Duncan Robinson's like he sucks now because people key on him. I'm like, okay, like. Klay Thompson was a good shooter. People keep down on. Him. Did he suck then? No, we still hit threes. Duncan Robinson's numbers are about the same as last
1: season. Like people Pe- were like people, people think like Duncan Robinson's supposed to be like top three scorer on that team he's not he's just he stays in his role and that's all he has to do
0: people like oh he's figured out now he doesn't get as many open looks like all right he's still gonna run around the court for nine miles a game again and he takes like seven threes a game like probably more sometimes like he's gonna find his shots like oh my god
1: Um, the only important stat with him is his three-point percentage that's it
0: yeah i mean also just when, when you look back at like some of the like old time you throw on basketball reference and look at like how many three like Larry Bird was taking a game or how many three like some of these other guys were taking a game. Like it's so like, dude, do, do, I have to think people like people who are like, Oh, like, those guys would just shoot threes now. It's hard to get off like a volume of threes. Yeah. The fact that Duncan get it, get off like 10 threes on a game sometime is absurd. Um yeah, no, he's I, wo- I love around. the plays when he's trying to get a, 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 a look and he just passes the ball back and forth to band for like seven times in a row. It's the funniest shit in the world. Yeah. Uh, the heat are my fi- as a
1: defender, I would be so
0: mad. Dude, it's like it's so fucking stupid. It's also yeah. like quick quick little uh betting advice. If you ever want to shake a flyer on a crazy bet, do Duncan Robson to score the first prints of the game. Because often, oftentimes their first look is a dribble handoff with Bam out of bio to Doug Robinson for three. First possession of the game. He's a pretty good shooter. He might go in. So sometimes take Doug Robinson, first basket scorer, Miami. It'll probably be like plus like 650, something like that. So if you're going to take, yeah. take a flyer on that.
1: Okay. Who do you think my four is? I think you might have the Sixers. No, they're not my top five. Okay.
0: They've maybe, been, the, maybe the Bucks. No, not my top five. They just look so whatever. I got Blazers. Blazers. Okay. If this was if this was a few days ago, they would have been like my like two or three. Um, the Blazers are the perfect example of me of like there's a difference between being a good team and playing well. Like I've said, I think the Jazz are playing well. I think the Bucks, the past few years, have played well. The Blazers are a good team. They have that dude who's just like I used to hate Dane because he sent my thunder home. And now I love Dane. That's how good they are, is that they turned me from, from Trailblazers haters to now, like, they're my team. I like, usually have, like, a de facto team every kind of year. This year, I was didn't really have one. Maybe the heat, the heat of them been good. Now they turned the corner. But now, so I've kind of adopted the Blazers as my new team. Um, and the, just the fact that they've been going on this win streak with so many players hurt is really impressive. Cantor hasn't been, been bad. He's actually been doing pretty decent because he's usually just in there to get some post points, can't really play defense but he's been playing more minutes than he usually does and doing pretty well in those minutes, so that's pretty good. Okay, third, Utah Jazz. I just yeah. – it's everybody's number one. I, just, I don't see them beating so many teams in the West when you look at just when it comes to playoffs, just who they have, their personnel, how they play. It's just – it's just not – I mean, they're a good – they are a good team. They are a good basketball team. They have a lot of good players. They take a lot of threes. They make a lot of threes. They play good defense, but overall, it just doesn't work. That
1: team doesn't work. They're gonna win. I don't know. I, I mean, would, I would definitely have them at two, but yeah, um, they're they are twenty six and six. Like, twenty six and six. I can understand if you're saying, oh, they're only playing well. They're not a good team. To be 26-6, and six, oh, yeah, you're good. Although it may not translate to the playoffs, they're a good team.
0: They, they're a good team. I'm just saying, like, here's the thing. Like, they, are, they are very good. Just the fact that I know they're going to flame out in the playoffs and that I've seen this narrative 45,000 times before just makes me so sour on them. Like, they're just the new version of the Hawks. They're just the new version of the Bucks. They're just the new version of the insert here. That's just who they are this year. They're that team.
1: What I would say... Is the difference from this year to last year? Yep. Is but is back. Yes, he's, he's always back. been huge for them. And Conley's so playing good. like how he was with the Grizzlies. Conley's playing like Conley's playing like Conley. Those are the two big things that always with the Jazz was they have to do what you hope they would do for them to be where they're at, and that's what's happening. I think um,
0: I feel like I had another point on the Jazz that I don't remember what it was. Oh yeah, they have the runaway favorite and six man of the year, Jordan Clarkson. Yeah. I can't even think of a second nominee. I would put. Um, I, I don't. I, I, I don't have, have to another look. One. I don't know. I don't have another one. I can't think of another like decent team that has a good six man. Um, all right. Two. I put the Phoenix Suns. Okay. They they're they just came off like a seven game winning streak.
1: They beat a lot I of bump, but I, I, yeah. I think the Suns are in there. I just think that aside from that a horrific
0: loss to the Nets, that was just so shitty that they just had James Harden. And all you need yeah. to do is just stop not, yeah, just stop James Harden and not let Bruce Brown and fucking like Jeff Green beat you. Then you're then you should be fine to win. You were up like twenty something, um, but they have the best. I say the one or two best leaders in the NBA. In Chris Paul, Aiton has looked better. His numbers aren't great, but he, he himself is playing like a better professional basketball player than he has. Their their roster is really good. They have a good they have a good team. Like they just they don't have great players, but they fit well together and they work well. You got – when like, it's so annoying whenever you see them. When, when, like, Cameron Payne and, like, Mikhail Bridges are, like, stroking threes against you, it's so annoying to have happen to your team. But they just – that's just how they win. It's yeah. kind of like when, like, Will Barton goes off for 20 in some games. You're like, motherfucker. Like, anyway. So that's why the Suns are good. Um, and number one is just Brooklyn Nets. Like – Yeah. um, I still think that – I still think that they – were in a better place to win a championship before the trade than they were now. But so far, but I, I'm kind of close. And again, like up until like a few days ago, I was like, they are definitely better off. They were definitely better off before. I still think they're better off before, but now in the past few games, it's kind of leveled out for me. I think that like, maybe they aren't, but I still would lean towards that. They were better off before just because when you look at, the past, when you look at the championship teams, aside from the KD years, because the KD years don't count because that's KD joining the Warriors, whatever. But when you look at those Warriors teams that won, they were just elite squads. Of They just went like 12 deep. Everybody played great. The same thing happened with like the Heat this year. The Lakers, less so this year, but the Lakers had a similar kind of thing where just the rotation was solid. They were such a good team. When you look at all like the top heavy teams that haven't really done anything in the past few years, um, but similarly enough, just James Harden has stopped doing as many James Harden things, which is how you win championships. I have seen it a little bit. I have seen it a little bit, like yeah. in the Kings game, he did the, the, the leg kick. What I said, how is that not a flagrant to an ejection? I don't get how the, how the leg kick is allowed in the league. That could like, like when you shoot. Yeah. When James Harden shoots thing and jettisons his legs out six feet under his defender's legs to draw contact how is that not a flagrant foul because you are attempt basically like almost ruining your like somebody's career by doing that potentially like remember when Kawhi got injured by Zaza Pachulia this is basically just the inverse of that it's the offensive player doing it as opposed to the defensive player doing it so why is it any less egregious It's still the same motion, but except it's offensive player initiating contact, that should be an offensive foul. That should be an offensive foul.
1: It should be an offensive foul. I don't think it should be a flagrant two.
0: I'm just saying it's a flagrant two, (laughs) that it's so egregious, that it's so like this, like, and it should be a fine. It should be something. You can't just let this happen for four, five, seven years.
1: I do want to say there are certain players that just do it instinctively, like Jay Crowder is a good example. He does it a lot, where that's almost, it's almost just like his shot.
0: And, and J.J. Um, Reddick kind of has that similar motion, but he, he does it different. He kind of like does it to the side a little bit. And he's trying to – so he's – because he does it because he's trying to avoid that contact. But sometimes he gets clipped on it. So, yeah. But, like, it's so – it's just so – anyway. But his free throw attempts are down. I think he's shooting, like, seven a game as opposed to his previous, like, 11. So pretty good on him. His assists are up. It's his I mean, career highs in, like,
1: everything. But yeah. points. But points. Um, like, even, including his percentages. What I would just say about the Nets, I'm with you. And I still think, as far as winning a championship, what they had before was better. Yep. This is definitely better for regular season because it's just like you have three guys who can score 30. <laughs> yep. You know, and if one of them's hot, it's going to be very difficult to win, and that's why they've been on this tear. But when it comes to playoffs and scoring, is a lot more difficult, and everyone's trying that much harder. Yep. It will be tougher for them, yeah. I guess I would say, um, especially when you don't have the depth, and you know, they'll have to yeah. switch some guys out and say it's like, not someone's night or whatever. It is
0: but- more likely in a seven-game series that out of four games they will go
1: cold than they will stop other teams from scoring. I, I've, I've just heard a lot of the no team's going to beat them four times. And I just think there's a lot of variables to that. Mm-hmm. The other team could just play better. There could, yes, they could, I hate to say it, but there could be like an injury, right? They could shoot poorly. They could just play poorly. They still can't defend, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. Um, They're they're a good team though. I, I would say... They're top of the East because I just – I would be more scared to play the Nets as opposed to any other team in the East.
0: I'd be more worried – just because I feel like no team in the East this year is like – like the Sixers are good, but they're not – like they're still the Sixers. I still don't believe in the Sixers. I still don't believe in Doc. The Bucks have never – the Bucks are – they're just – right now their record is actually showing how good they are for the first time in three years. They're not that good. Actually, they've been kind of changing up a little bit. They have been doing a little bit of – they've kind of been using the regular season to explore it more than they should, which is what I called for them to do on the last podcast. So good on them. But I just still think that there's nothing they can do. They're too far down this road. They just kind of got to change it up.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, if if I was to talk about, like, the five teams I would most fear in the East, I think, I think Nets is one, and honestly, like, the Heat are two. And maybe like the Raptors three, to be honest with you. Like I just, the East is pretty weak. When you have, when you have currently the Hornets and the Bulls in the playoffs. Yeah, that's. Which to be fair, both of them are playing well. It's just not, it's weak. I don't even know if it's weak. I think it's just more like there's no outliers.
0: No, it's. um. But I, you know. I um, I don't know what's up with this season. I, we get that, that's a whole other topic to go into. All right, and then okay, top five MVP in no order. Um, LeBron's not on here just because I just don't I don't get it why everybody's just like he's my number one. Like really, like he's oh that, I hate that. <laughs> I just it's just because he's LeBron. Um, but I think guys, I think love he, should he should be there. He should be in be the top right five,
1: there. especially yeah. because Davis has been out a good amount.
0: Yeah, but he hasn't. They haven't
1: been great since Davis has been out, though. Like they've been pretty middling. Okay, they been good. I, I don't worry about them when they need to yeah. be good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So
0: I'm gonna say everybody's forgot about Jokic. Jokic has Jokic can score whenever the fuck he wants to.
1: Yeah, but, Jokic is top five for sure.
0: He is. He's. I mean, if the Nuggets were a little better, he. I think he would talk about it more. But he just. He was a triple double machine at the start of the year. He still can get. Thirty and ten, anytime he wants. He just he can just take over games. He just does whatever the fuck he wants. Guys like him, Kawhi, Luca, they just kind of can get to where they want to go at the speed they want to go to, and just it's just frustrating to watch because he's just so good, and also he's just insane passer. Then we got Steph. When I, like I mean, everybody's seen the graphic ninety five times, but his right unanimous season MVP year versus this year. The only thing that's different is the record. Um, I think that. I think that he, uh, this year has really lightened me on uh, Draymond Green. I think I was a big Draymond Green hater. Now I kind of like what he does, even though like he's only shooting, he's only scoring the ball like five points a game. But still, just what he yeah. brings
1: to the team is just absurd. I just didn't. I mean, you like see it. the difference yeah. when he plays and when he doesn't. It's I just obvious. didn't
0: like it when they were winning a bunch of championships and he kind of seemed like the like yeah I'm the fucking shit. It's like all right, dude, like you're good but when you have the three of like the best players in the league on your team like yes you are very serviceable but like don't act like you're like the fucking man like i because he's such a system player if you take him on if you put him on other teams he'll be good but i think that he only works in a very specific system and it's just a whole other thing okay
1: so i wouldn't say he works in a specific system i'd say he only works on a good team Sure. He, like, That's what I would say, because I think you could put him on, like, Portland, and he'd do fantastic, for instance, or even, like, yeah. Phoenix. But I think if you put him on, like, the Grizzlies or, like, the Kings, well, yeah. he's not going to do well. He's <laughs> never, yeah,
0: he's never going to, like, make your tease. He's never going to be like, oh, we need to get him. It's like, okay, he can fit with what we have in our, like, in our, like, roster. We're never like, oh, we got to, like, we got to get Dream on Green. Yeah. Okay. okay. Then we got Dame. who. I mean, the only reason he's not starting in the in the All Star game is just because he it's
1: because
0: it's because the fan and vote, who. but it's because the he started to turn it on really at like the end of the fan vote, and then yeah, in the first whatever, in the first like few months, of the fan vote, Luca was killing it. So that's just how it was a timing issue that he started to like really like fucking turn it on after it was too late.
1: So that's yeah. it. If I could also quickly go into the whole fan vote thing and yes, just go really it. quick. I hate the whole all-star voting thing and all that. It's similar to how people are like, he should have won MVP. Look at this guy just because they're dominating in the playoffs when it's like, it's a regular season award. Stop yep. complaining. <laughs> That's just how it is. So stuff like that, where it's like Dame started to do well when they were basically deciding who's the guy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just because he scores 45 points, it's already decided Luca's starting. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't matter. Like, that 45 points doesn't do anything, you know? Just stuff like that. It
0: but. was just a timing issue, but I still feel like – but there was no way to like, – there's just, like – I, I like that the fans get a vote. I just wish there was some way to kind of change or something like that. But what I don't get is why the voting are so bad when I feel like only, like, passionate fans for NBA vote. Like, like my roommate is a pretty big – He's not a. He's a decent NBA fan. Watches games with me all the time. He didn't vote on the All Star game. And I feel like you watch this, get him out of ball and knows knows a to map. So like, why are these like hardcore NBA fans just voting so ridiculously? Or, is, or
1: am I wrong and just passive NBA fans vote in the All Star game? I think it's just passive fans because I don't, don't vote. You like, don't vote I, in the I, game? if I if I vote, I vote like one day when you can it, vote like every single. Day. Yeah, I just think that frankly, I don't really care. Like most of the time, like most of the time, the guy who deserves to get in will get in. Most like of the time, when yeah. people talk about snubs, I'm like, okay, you think he's a snub? Who should he replace? Yep. Tell me who he should replace. And if I agree with you, I'll give it to you. But most of the time, it's not like it's worth replacing. No. And I think that's very imminent of this all-star game, which we'll probably get into because I've heard we'll all the snubs, it. snubs, snubs. I only have one. I have, yeah, I have one. I only have one with an asterisk, I'll say. Because Booker was a snub, but we knew Davis wasn't going to play. So he was going to replace him. Like that, that's the reason that happened. We'll get into that.
0: (laughs) All right. Then we got um, CP3. Just for, he's just, he's just good. I don't know. just, just, Just good. He just looks like he just has such an influence on that team. Same like what he did on the Thunder. Um, which kind of really makes you feel bad that, like, I feel like that Rockets team should have won a championship if if they had just kind of given in to Chris Paul a little bit more and let him kind of be Chris Paul. Um, but, I mean, he turned that – I mean, more or less this seems the same from last year, but just having Chris Paul suddenly makes you a fucking contender. And then we got Jimmy Butler um, just because when – just they, they are just such a different team. Now, right now, as opposed to like a few, a few weeks ago, like he just, it's kind of just like, at the end of the day, it's when all the superheroes go at each other. Jim just seems like that dude who's just going to like will his team to fucking do whatever the fuck it takes. So that's my top five MVP.
1: I think you're um, missing two big ones. <laughs> yeah, I am. But I don't care about those two. Wait, you don't care about Joel B and, and Don no. Mitchell?
0: No. Wait, so um, you
1: don't think they should be in the conversation? I will humor are you, yes, you, no. or, are you just saying Embiid, Mitchell, and LeBron are like top three, but you want to talk about these five? No, I'll say,
0: I'll say, LeBron definitely should be in the conversation.
1: Embiid should be in the
0: conversation. Um, Mitchell, eh, I just feel like that team is so. It, like, I just, when you, when you, when I look at these five guys, I think these five guys are easily over Donovan Mitchell for MVP. All five yeah easily because when you just oh, look just at what agree. they bring and how they value the, and what they and how they make their team win and what they value more i just think they're easily above donovan mitchell i think donovan mitchell is really good i think that he's a very very talented basketball player i just think he is he's just he's just not the dude he's just not that dude Okay, Shaq. Um, <laughs> no, I'm I'm, I'm I'm serious. I'm with Shaq on this. I just don't think he's that guy. I think that he's just
1: – I like... just have to say I love like whenever Shaq says a statement like this, like the other year when he was like Embiid's played like dog shit, and then the next game mm-hmm. he dominates. Yep. Like I, I don't know if this is going to be a trend where he just shit talks a player right in front of their face or on national TV and they start to do well. And even though Mitchell's stats like are very similar to years past, I just think his impact is completely different on the game.
0: I think that these five guys have a much bigger impact than, than he does, and by like a lot. I think that Chris Paul's impact is a billion times more than what Donovan Mitchell brings. And I would, I would, and if I would take, I would might take the Suns over the fucking
1: uh, Jazz in a seven game series. I mean, and I'm I would- not, I'm not gonna disagree. I think so. Here's my thing with CP three. I've always been one for, it's called most valuable player. We should actually create yeah. it based on that definition rather mm-hmm. than like stats and all that. So if we do that, I think Chris Paul is easily a top three most valuable player because whatever yes, team he is. goes on, suddenly becomes an, incredible. Yeah. Yes, exactly. They are suddenly a very good team. So I think like he should always be like top three, mm-hmm. right? Same Same thing with like, you could say LeBron, but, it's never ruled like that no you know it's not yeah um well i think sometimes it sometimes it is because i just i think mitchell based on that definition of most valuable player has been super valuable to the jazz and what they're doing and why they're so successful
0: i think that like zach levine could go on that jazz team and they'd still be pretty fucking good there would be 26 and six but they'd be like well exactly they
1: wouldn't be twenty-six and six. That's the only I'm reason saying, like I'm just saying scared.
0: like they have but I'm saying like they have a, they have so they have so many weapons that it's like and they I'm have a I'm coach.
1: A, I'm gonna say like this. It I feel like a big debate is Mitchell versus Booker. Would you agree? Yeah. Who's better? Yeah. I think if you replace Booker with Mitchell, they might not even have 20 wins. No, I I definitely think. I definitely think Mitchell's a much better
0: player than Booker is. I really do.
1: So, well, I'm saying like you could replace him with another All-Star shooting guard, <laughs> even Beal, and the Jazz are nowhere near as good as they are.
0: I'd say I'd say Beal they'd be about
1: similar. You don't think Beal on the Jazz would work that well? I think that. Actually, dang, I think I think Beal. Beal's more. I personally like, think Beal is overrated, and mm-hmm. not to say he's bad. I just think. The, the people noticing like his stats and all that are acting like he's a top 10 player when he's not
0: no he's not a top I 10 i think player.
1: there's a lot of stuff he does lack and there's a lot of those numbers that are empty numbers <laughs> i just think that he he might be overrated just because he's never been
0: on like a seriously good team and when he has he was a little young like mm-hmm. but i feel like this year if you if you put him on like a seriously like contender type team i think we'd see him have like a Murray type playoff run, a Mitchell type player. I think that we'd see him really like rise. Cause he has that dude who like, he, like, he wants to be great. He it's, he hates when he loses. Unlike a guy like Trey young, who I feel like doesn't give a fuck that he's probably not going to sit the playoffs for two years. And he doesn't care. I feel like he doesn't care about that. He just wants to go out and shoot 40 footers. You know what I mean?
1: It's like. Beal, Beal is a playoff player. I saw him at the garden game seven. Yeah, When the Celtics played the Wizards. And he had like 40-plus. He's a playoff player. I'm not saying that. I just – I really – He's a competitor. I I have a tough time judging him the same way I have a tough time judging Levine. I I think Levine's the type of guy who can score every single time, and he's a bucket, and Mm -hmm. he's a star, and he should be treated like one. Mm -hmm. But I don't know how he does if he like – say like Drew Holiday, how he was on a bad team and then gets traded to the Bucs. How would Levine do if he was on the Bulls and got traded to like the Celtics, hypothetically, right? Like a playoff yeah. team, a contender, how are they going to be playing, right? If you take Beal and the Wizards and you trade him to Portland, mm-hmm. it's throwing teams out there. But you put him on that team, how is he going to be compared to how he is now?
0: I think that he would – just I think he – the reason why I think he works just because more so than Levine – well, has this kind of tube, not like B or if like, he just, he's that, he's that dude. He has that DNA where he's like, I want to win. I'm going to do stuff to help my team win. And we haven't seen it as much as cause his team is so dog shit. But I think that like, I see more of that in him than I do in guys like I think like Mitchell kind of has it, but I just something about Mitchell. I don't know. I just don't know what it is. He just, Oh, Mitchell has it 100%. Mitchell has it. We saw it it in the playoffs a lot, but I just don't feel like he's – I
1: don't know. Even recently, they had a game they lost, but, like, they had no business in even making it close, and he's making these ridiculous shots and working his ass off. Now, what I will say is nobody has it like Colin Sexton. (laughs) He's – I mean, he's good. Um, (laughs) He's so funny to watch to me But that, uh, I, I love
0: the that they suck now. I love that they're terrible. I really fucking do. Oh, because
1: like, Will's just so annoying about that.
0: <laughs> like, of 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 all the teams that that were like kind of like overdoing, I'm not surprised that the that the Knicks are still in the conversation. I'm so su- I'm a little surprised in the Bulls. Um, well, they're only back. They're only like in the in the mix right now because every team sucks. Like like the yeah. fact that like the fact that we're sub 500 that the that the heat are sub 500 i do think the hornets are legitimately a pretty interesting team and they have a lot of good pieces um all right let's talk all stars um first reaction to the all stars
1: uh my only snub is sabonis for simmons
0: sabonis for simmons i would i would take so many people over i i we can't reward Ben Simmons for being so average. It's absurd. I think that he's, he's like Jeremiah Green, that he does a lot of stuff that goes past the stat sheet. But when you watch a lot of Sixers game, which unfortunately I have watched a lot of Sixers games, he just looks so, like, miserable. Like, he disappears on the court. He he just doesn't want to – Like, when the fact that they play so – Remember that one game when Embiid was out and he got, like, 50?
1: Yeah. 42. That just shows yeah.
0: you that like that you are not GMing right, that these two are still together because they play so differently. Simmons is a much different player when they just have a different type of team. And the fact that he can do this shows you that just he's just not a dude who should be getting 12, 10, and 10. Like he's just
1: like, Sirius I don't know. Is by far my least favorite player <laughs> because he's a guy who should be so much better than he is. Because yeah. And we're talking 2K stats. He has a 99 in everything but shooting, but he yep. continues to work on everything but shooting. It makes no sense. I think he is an incredible defender. I'm not saying he's not. Yep. I don't think – I just don't think he's an all-star compared to what Sabonis is doing out there for that team. Sabonis so is – also, Sabonis is averaging like six assists a game. 21, line, he's,
0: 12,
1: and 6, I'm pretty sure.
0: The fact that he is – he's one of the best playmakers in the league and what he is able to bring to his team. At, and also, the PAs are, like, fourth in the East, and they're a like good amount over everybody else. And he should easily have been an all-star, even more so maybe than other guys, even so than Simmons. I think he should have been it. But, like, Simmons, like, what do you – what do you want to do? Do you want to be? I feel Simmons, you want to were you hoping to get traded? I think that what happened was the six were like, hey we'll take we'll take waivers on Simmons and then get any calls. I think that's what happened. <laughs> would what, what team would want Simmons?
1: I mean, my favorite hypothetical trade. <laughs> yeah. Will and I will said, and I loved it as soon as he said it was Beal for Simmons is like the perfect trade.
0: I just think the Wizards are that gives Simmons that. his
1: own team. No, but that gives Simmons his own team. That yep. is what he wants. And that allows the Wizards to go a direction rather mm-hmm. than having this 30 point score on their team ruining his career. And it gives yep. Embiid a guy who can shoot and compliment him. Yep, and it gives them a much scarier team and better suited for the playoffs.
0: I think that if you take Beal on the Sixers, they are merely the best team in the East. I think that the one thing they need though is they need a little bit more of a playmaker because because even though Simmons has that, they don't. You need know, give them like fucking like give them back T.J. McConnell and they're suddenly more interesting. Give them just any sort of serviceable guard situation because Shake Milton is not that. Tybalt is not like I don't know. Just some some sort of fucking guy, even like Raul Neto, anybody, to just throw and beat an entry pass. But yeah, be on that team, suddenly they're really fucking good.
1: All right. Yeah, um, but other than that, I have no complaints other than that one thing with I mean, the All-Star team. I think both sides have the right guys yep. in it besides Simmons versus Sabonis. That's the only switch I would make. People want to talk about the Booker shit, Ben and Ben on it over Zion. I
0: mean, Zion's been really fucking good, dude. Like, they're averaging like 24 and 7 on like ridiculous numbers. I'm pretty sure I checked it. I'm pretty sure all of all Booker's like main three stats are down. I'm pretty sure all the splits are down. Maybe it's percentage percentages up, but I'm pretty sure it's free throw and three-pointer down. Numbers are down. And the Suns are really good now. It's because they have Chris Paul. Chris Paul is easily the all-star on that team. Yeah. I mean, Booker's a good player, but I mean, I would not take Booker over Paul George. I would not take Booker over AD. I would not who else was on the reserves? I, I forget. I'm just I, gonna
1: I'm just gonna read it because my biggest thing with people saying snubs yep. is who are you gonna replace? Like people were saying DeRozan was a snub. Like, can we stop? No, just stuff no. like that. All right, I'm not counting AD because the reason Booker didn't make the team. Is because yeah. they were going to give AD the all-star, probably to help him with his all-fame career, make it look nicer. But they knew he wasn't going to play, and they'd replace Booker with him. So let's exactly. just say that. But just say, yeah. hypothetically, he does play. Davis is going to make it over Booker. I'm sorry. Davis he going to make it is. over Booker. George versus Booker. I think George, that's pretty obvious. George, six ways to Sunday. George. Gobert. I know people don't like him. I don't like him either. But because I he – Halted the season last yes. year, but he's doing 14 points, 13 rebounds, obviously yep. with that field goal percentage. He's on the best team in the NBA right now. Yep. 26 and six. Playing his great defense like he always does. You're not going to convince me that Booker should make it over Gobert because they're both the second most important player on their team. Exactly. Right?
0: They're both the second most, and just, but. The fact that I just feel like even though Booker has his games where he hits game winners and he goes off to 30, just it doesn't matter because but you're but like when you look at I mean like the same thing that happened like who's like a I don't know, like 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 Trey Young, who can do that shit too, but your team isn't that good. But the reason is that the the, the Jazz are really fucking good. They'd be decent anyway, but the Suns are in the conversation again only because of Chris Paul. And I feel like they like to reward winning
1: more often than not. But well, I yeah. think there does need—I don't think the All-Star game needs to be all about like, are you on a good team or not? But I think there yeah. needs to be a certain aspect of where let's reward this team that usually doesn't do good. Yep. And put guys on the team that are close to making it and should make mm-hmm. it. And Gobert's one of those guys. Damian Lillard should have started. So you're not. No. Yeah. No. Don't. <laughs> right? even – Yeah. Donovan Mitchell's the best player on the best team. Yes, and is, his numbers yeah. are a little bit better than Booker. So I mean, again, I like the,
0: I like to shut on Mitchell a little bit, but he's just you can't. He, he's no way, shape, or form worse than Booker. He's no in no yeah. world
1: will you ever say that. Yeah, exactly. Chris Paul is more important than Booker. Not Chris Paul's happening. an MVP candidate. Booker, get the fuck out of here. Booker yeah. Booker hasn't made the playoffs, and once they got Chris Paul, they're now a threat. So I yeah. mean. No. And then Zion's numbers are better than Booker's. Mm -hmm. And he's just... In, like, every way. His field goal percentage is insane. He's averaging more points, more rebounds. Yep. Field goal percentage is insane. His assists are only one less, and he's, like, basically the center on his team. I know he's just not powerful, but he does a lot of small ball center. And And he's, he's a better defender than him, too. So... Yes, he is. And also... So...
0: Yeah, like, so who do you take off? And then also, there's the thing of, like, of people talking about, go like, oh, like, most slept-on players. Like, no, it's hard to be the top 12 in your conference. Like, that's that's not an easy thing to do. Like, and then there's people say, <laughs> like, oh, like, open it up, like, make it more spots. I'm like, uh, same thing, like, uh, I get mad at that when I get mad at you. Like, they should make more, like, nominees for the Oscars, like, or you could not devalue this award and make this count. Because if suddenly there's seven yeah. guys getting best actor instead of five and there's 15 all-stars instead of 12 now those don't matter as much so then like already when you kind of see like oh wait well, I've time all-star of anthony it's like oh yeah well he was on those shitty Knicks, teams, whatever but like that's going to be even more devalued if you just make more
1: roster spots then then those then those awards matter even less it it, it like we shouldn't have an all-star game where we have like Mike Conley as an all-star.
0: Yeah. When people are like Mike Conley's never been an all-star team. Okay, look at the guards he was playing against in those teams. Well, it's
1: just every time he's been yeah. top 15 to 18 in this yeah. conference. That's that's not an all-star. Yeah, it's, it's close. Tough. It's not it's,
0: it. It's tough when you're behind guys like Chris Paul, Harden, Westbrook, Steph. When you for all for most of the 2010s, when those guys are competing, it's hard to beat those guys. So that's why he doesn't have any all-stars.
1: Yeah. And then To quickly go over the East for people who. Yep. Trey Young's been a popular one if he should have made it.
0: Trey Young is maybe my least favorite. He's all right. We can do a list on my least favorite players in the league, but Trey Young's definitely up up (laughs) on my least favorite players of the league. And also not just because he's starting to do the James. Like in no way, shape, or form should a heavily jump shooting guard be shooting 10.3 free throws a game. But what he does is he Uh does the dribble. The foul things annoy me. It's. It's just
1: But I don't I don't dislike Trey because I think he's a decent person <laughs> and he's no, fun to watch. Yeah,
0: he seems like he seems like a good guy. I'm just saying that like when you don't play a lick of defense, when you don't play a lick yeah, of defense, yeah. when your team is shit, when you kind of also I feel like he doesn't care that his team sucks. I feel like he he I feel like he does not care one bit.
1: Well you know I agree, but I will say there are on the come up because Capella is having an amazing season. People forget how and good certain he was. guys like Herder, Hunter, yeah. Reddish, those guys are starting to fill in their roles. Mm-hmm. And Trey Young's playing better team basketball, I'd say, because I've watched them recently. Yeah. So that's what I will say. But to go over the East All-Stars for people who want to complain of this guy got snubbed, this guy got snubbed. Mm-hmm. Jalen Brown is averaging 25, 5, and 4. Very efficient. He's numbers.
0: so I mean, the, I think people are going to be mad. And his the defense Celtics is great. Two, the Celtics have two All-Stars right now, and they're
1: that's in their the team. ninth
0: spot. And they're in the ninth <laughs> spot. But during the time of when like they were really fucking good for a minute, and they were balling, but now in the past few games, they've been having poor nights and losing games. So that's why it looks bad. But the Celtics, those two deserve to be All-Stars. Those are two. I don't even players.
1: think it's. I don't even think it looks bad because Brown and Tatum are their team. <laughs> yeah,
0: they're the whole team.
1: But okay, really next one's that, Harden. Harden, who you can't Harden, say Harden's an All Star. Harden's a, an All Star. Yeah. Levine's averaging twenty nine five and five. Okay, All Star. And Joyce the guys Randall seem to be good. Yeah.
0: yeah. Joyce Randall is very good. Isn't he a He's
1: 25? averaging 23, 11 and five and a half. So, and, and efficiently like as
0: well. Those are like, that used to be like 26, 12, and nine. Like, those, so he's been yeah. on a little bit of downtime. Like, dude. And so, the fact that he has brought the Knicks to like relevancy and now like I kind of don't hate the Knicks. A big part of that is Derrick Rose. Is that fucking, so that's, but whatever. But like, I love Julius Randle. He is looks like a solid piece. I want to see him in the playoffs. I, he should be an all-star.
1: Yeah, and, easy. Simmons is the one guy we talked about. We don't think he should be in. Yeah, he's not. But we'll pass that. Mm-hmm. Tatum, yep. again, 25 and a half, 7 four and a half. Mm-hmm. He's, he's the best player on his team. Dude, so Brown's been, making it, he's making it.
0: He's been becoming – in the what I see from him more this year than last year, he's been becoming much more of a playmaker. He'll have games where he'll have like nine assists, like eight assists, which is something you would yeah. never see from Tatum last year. He has really started to become a much better playmaker, passer, and just team player, but
1: as a Celtics fan, I what I'm looking for this year is just the development of those two, mm-hmm. Brown and Tatum playing together. Yep, how they facilitate and make other players around them better. That's all I'm looking at because I know they don't have the roster. They just don't. They, do they don't have, have the depth. Roster. I don't know why Danny Ainge has a plan where he's like, we're going to really go for it when Brown and Tatum are 27 and 28. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. They're good enough now. Let's build a team around them. But
0: I mean, a terrible part of it is this: that just that when a, such a cornerstone guy like Marcus Smart goes out for such a long period, it just fucks your whole team. I mean, he's been gone that yeah, what, 12 when games? When your team's
1: built poorly. Yeah, when your team's built poorly. Yeah, but your NFL. team's built poorly if a role player not playing makes you suck. Yeah. That means you need to have more role players and stop drafting first rounders and say, this is "All what, right, um, we need to play 20 minutes a game."
0: This is what I'm worried with the Oklahoma City Thunder because I don't want to see SGA's career wasted because they have 27,000 draft picks over the next five years. It's like it's happening right now. Like they like do you see that guy in the G League that they that was playing like kind of serviceable minutes for them? Like I don't know. Like like I don't know what they're what they're. Well, all right, never mind let's go back to the all-stars
1: do we miss anybody the only the only guy is Vucevic, and again he's averaging 24 he's 12 and 4 yeah <laughs> and good. again efficient i know he's not like a household name he's not the nope. most fun guy but he deserves to be in it so I then mean, your the one guy soft, is does trey young <laughs> yeah. does trey young deserve it over simmons Maybe, but does he deserve it over Sabonis?
0: Not not nearly as much as Sabonis. And I don't think you could talk – I mean, like, this Julius Randle matters more to the Knicks, helps them win more games. I mean, Zach Oveen – also, Zach Levine. the reason why he's getting all-star now is because he's been every year getting better and better and just becoming more of, like – I want him to make the playoffs just because I want him to have his Jamal Murray run where he just, like – Drops fifty in five games and loses in four one and is but oh, it'll he's be a fun bucket, to watch, dude. He's it'll a be fucking fun, on. and also he's he's been he's just been he's playing a little bit of better defense. His turnovers, like he's he's not as careless. He's just becoming more of a leader. I still think that he, he needs to be like the uh, kind of like the the second or third guy in a championship team. Like he needs to be like the um, like the Clay Thompson. To, like, the, like the Stefan KD kind
1: of. But, yeah.
0: Okay. So, that's it for All-Stars. I just so don't let's think go, that... Let's go
1: back to the Thunder, because I thought that was an interesting okay. topic. All right, of. the
0: Thunder. Shea Shay Godis-Alexander is one of the best young players in the league right now. He's he, severely underrated he, as well. He's so underrated. He's, he's better. He's, I will not listen to an argument that Ja Moran is better than Shea Godis-Alexander. No. no. Shago is way better than him. I think that he is he, – he's that dude. The fact that he just is a – I think he's better than Darren Fox. I really do. I agree. I love Darren um, Fox, but Shai's better. Shai's better. I, I'm just worried that he is not going to get a chance to really have his time in the league Um, because I feel like he either needs to get traded or the Thunder need to really focus on building a team around him. And I don't know how you do that with how the team is currently constructed and their current situation with draft picks and assets. Do you trade up? Do you say, hey, hey, like, give us your two first-rounders and we'll give you our high pick this year? Like, do you do something like that? Do you try to trade what you have now, but you don't have trade capital? Does any team want to Al Horford? I don't think anybody does. I mean.
1: Uh, you know, oh, possibly the Celtics. <laughs>
0: I mean, well, they they
1: the Celtics have the cap exception, dude. So like any guy making a lot of money is on the table. Now, I want to sort of calm you down as because you like the Thunder. I I I like Shea. They they're okay. You like Shea, but I would say it's pretty clear what their plan is. Mm -hmm. Yes, to me, and it's that they had they, what they had, wasn't working, so Mm -hmm. they blew it up and got all these assets Yep. you know they would trade guys that were valuable pieces and they'd say we'll take your dog shit players and but give us Mm -hmm. a pick too Mm -hmm. right and they the fact that shy isn't gone and in terms of trading paul george they needed him back to me shows how much they care about him i think they're gonna do right by him i think they're gonna treat him Similar to how they treated Westbrook and, like, he's our guy. We're going to mm-hmm. keep trying with him. The only two guys on the Thunder I see them keeping are Shy and Dort. That's it. That's it. Because think- Dort, I see as a guy who's going to be valuable in a playoff because he does more than the stat yep. sheet.
0: I see Dort as, like, kind of like a Marcus Smart Jr. kind of
1: player. Yeah, I agree. So... <laughs> In terms of what, like, they can do, clearly it's just they have so many picks, right? So yep. you could say, oh, they need to, like, draft the right guy.
0: But yeah, we've seen nowadays
1: – um, Like a running mate, like – We've seen nowadays that picks can get you a star.
0: <laughs> but you kind of want to build on his timetable, though. So it's kind of like, who do you – I mean, you know what might be interesting? Try to see if you can
1: flip some of your picks for Wiseman and then try to build those two. So here's, like, my thought. My thought is nowadays in the NBA, guys will just say they want out at random times. Very, right? very random times, yes. Been with, like, Davis, right? Mm-hmm. I say that's random because he should have done it a while ago. So, like, when, yeah. when he did it with random, Harden, random, you know, all mm-hmm. these guys just did it at random times. And then it's like all of a sudden you have a top player out there. I could envision like Towns as a guy who randomly is like, yeah. I want out. I could envision it.
0: I could, right? He hasn't been meaningful in two seasons. Cause this year, I think he and D.O. it was he's like they heard like, yeah, they, they played like seven games together or something like that. And yeah. when Towns was like, when they were making the playoffs, like when they were the 8th seed against the Rockets, like he, was still a, like he was still a dude. So suddenly Towns is up there. He's not that old. Towns is what, 26? Something like that um
1: something like that yeah i mean yeah, i don't I look, look up. up carl anthony towns we'll see if who finds it
0: first 25 okay he's 25 okay oh, yeah he's 25 so we'll be 26 at the start of next season you get him on that thunder team that's really intriguing and then try to get some other things around there and then you just build on that and you get because because shay is i can see shay being the alpha on a championship team with, with a good supporting cast. Um, are there moves I could see them doing? I don't know, because I feel like you kind of want, I mean,
1: I don't know, but I they think- probably that the, a, They probably want a big. You want a big, I think- or, or, a, or a wing. So what I can say, looking at like this year's draft class, mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of great players, but it's very guard heavy. Yeah, so I don't, you know, know, and their pick will be in the top ten for sure, probably even higher. With the new lottery, say they are like Mm -hmm. slated at six, which they are now, that could move up higher. Yeah, right. And there are certain guys I think in this draft class, Cade Cunningham, for for instance. Yes, I know nothing about this draft. Well, I think it's great. Okay, well I'll just say quickly. I think he's great. He's a point guard. He's six eight. Like he's NBA ready. Ooh. And he's turned that Oklahoma state team. That's not really good into nope. like a team that's arguably ranked and nobody wants to play. They've played, they've beaten a bunch of great teams. So I'm not saying like, that's the guy you pick, but I'm saying that's the guy people will want, you know? So True. you could, or even if you're at like three and you're like, Oh, the guy at one is perfect for our team. You can trade your trade. pick at three and like two first round picks and get up there you can get something. up there. You don't need it. I think so, that, really it's up to the thunder on whether they want to invest in the new guys in the draft, which depending on the guy is very risky. Or if you say, all right, we're, we're going to, we're going to chill out. We're going to wait to see when a star's like, get me out of here. And we'll have all the assets in the world to get him.
0: Which could happen very quickly. So you will get Shay. Shea is, I believe he's 22. Yeah, he's 22. Gonna be 23 at the start of next season. Woo Dort is 21. That's a pretty good, very good young core. You maybe, a good
1: start for you, all the assets they have. Yep. You maybe get – To have a star mm-hmm. and a guy you can – and a piece. A very, very, very vital serviceable
0: piece, yes. You you can kind of get – you can draft somebody this year, maybe at high pick, and then maybe you wait till a guy says give me the fuck out of here. Or maybe even a free agency. So maybe, maybe the free agency in the next one or two years. I don't know what this year is looking like. Let me look. Yeah, look, look at who's going to be free agent at the start of this, at the start of this season. I mean, at the end of the season. Because if they could get, like, some sort of wing in there, I don't know what wings are are going to be going on. I doubt
1: Kawhi is a player option. <laughs> right, Kawhi's not going to the fucking founder. Chris so. Paul is player option, but that won't okay. happen. No, yeah. Uh, Let's ye- see. Oladipo. Mm-hmm. Ah. Drummond. Mm-hmm. John Collins.
0: John Collins, you could talk me into, but I still feel like he's not that
1: good. DeRozan. No. Montres Harrell. Uh, Some of these are player options, so you have to wait, but Jared Allen, like, there's definitely not. To me, they need a bigger wing. I don't think, like, because I think if you take a shooting guard, who wants the ball, that's just gonna hurt yeah. you. To me, Shy is clearly the guy. I mean and I, I, I think like, he needs to have
0: the ball. I could see him doing a lot of pick and roll with John Collins. I mean, you get John Collins in a more kind of a slasher type kind of kind of role. You get a draft pick, and you maybe get some sort of center in there. I think that could be like I really see this team like like to me, like you get I mean, they should have a better. I feel like like I like. They're the better version of the Grizzlies. Like, I thought that John Moran and Janet Jackson Jr. could be, like, maybe if you keep building that, they could be, like, a new juggernaut in the West in a few years you keep building around them because they're so young. I see more potential in that with Shea and whatever running mate you can kind of get them. Luke is a very serviceable piece. Um, there's talks that that Wiseman's on is going to be traded to the Mavs. There's talks about that. Really? I haven't heard of that. No, there was talk. It was it was Wiggins, Wiseman, Snailajic for KP... Um James Johnson and somebody else.
1: I don't know why the Mavericks wouldn't do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, that seems like that seems like the Warriors are getting murdered. I don't know why. I mean, I heard about this a, like, a few days ago, I heard it on, on another podcast. I mean, I don't know what it is, so that's a very, very I,
1: weird trade. I understand the Warriors thought because they're thinking Porzingis is probably a better fit. You he, fits he pretty has good. the shooting? But but is he gonna play? I've always been scared with Porzingis because a guy of that size tearing his ACL, That's,
0: very scary.
1: Yeah. And then he – was it his meniscus in the playoffs? Something like that. I don't really remember. Yeah. So then it's like, okay, now what's he really walking on at this point? <laughs> yeah, how many seasons does he have? So,
0: but um, do I don't know. I mean, I, think... I'm sure
1: the deadline will heat up. I hope that it does. It's really – Because it, especially in the East – like, you have teams that aren't usually in the position they're in. Oh, yeah. They might want to go f- – like, not go for it, but, like, make a little move to get to the playoffs for the fan base. Teams will yeah. like to do that.
0: Um, um, do you think Boogie goes to the Nets? Because Boogie is no longer no. – he is no longer a Houston Rocket. So, I no, can definitely I see – I don't think so. They need a big – they can stagger him and DeAndre Jordan's minutes. He spreads the four. He's played with KD. I, I can see it happening. You don't see it. You, that didn't. I saw the Thunder have like waved or released Boogie, and I immediately went, "Oh, he's going to the Nets." I mean, no, that didn't. That thought didn't cross your mind.
1: I, I that I don't I don't see it. I think the Nets are looking at their team and they're saying everything's going perfect right now.
0: If you roll, the out, trade
1: is going better than we thought. So I just don't see them doing anything.
0: The last team to win a championship like
1: this, he got a role player.
0: The last team to win a championship like this, playing like this, was, was the Golden State Warriors in 2015 when they had like Draymond Green at center. And you, that's not who this team is. You're not like that. So, I mean, even when you look at those Warriors teams, they still had like JaVale McGee running out and playing 19 something minutes game, but they were good enough to play small ball. I mean, like, because they had Draymond in there. I mean,
1: I just think. Boogie might mess with the locker room. I'm not saying he will that is but he's had a history. Very act.
0: Yeah, he is, yeah, and, and already so think
1: many in there. NBA fans forget the buyout market. True. Come the deadline, a lot of these teams are going to buy players out and be like, we'd is rather the get the money. money. What? Is Drummond going to get bought out? I don't know. I hope not, but... I bet Drummond gets traded. What if... Uh, what if Kevin um, gets another thing out? is you can say possibly, but another thing that will happen is say take take Drummond in this case. Say the Cavs trade Drummond and they get pieces back. But a lot of the pieces they're just saying, Yeah, yeah, okay, we'll take it, sure, to make the money work. And then they release the guy. Well, now you have a guy out there that is solid, if who's a free agent. The Nets can pick that guy up. Right, that that's a lot. Like a, a lot of times, that's how stuff will go to, as well. Very accurate. Where a team accepts a guy yep. to make the money work or something, or just to get a deal done, and then releases them because they're like, we didn't want you anyway. Happened to Derrick Rose, and
0: Derrick Rose
1: got released from the Jazz and then got signed
0: by the Timberwolves in 2018. Yeah. Jazz. Another reason so. I hate the Jazz. You, the go. Um, Yeah, I don't really. I'm trying to think. Um, I don't really know who else is out there. Any other things you want to talk about on this this episode? I feel like I like that we got to talk about the Thunder. That made me feel good because I really want to see sh-
1: SGA is just—he's
0: so good. He's so fucking good.
1: Well, I think I think it the Thunder is just an interesting argument because they're thirteen and nineteen with a team that bad. Yeah, and I Shy's a really guy. Terrible. Shy never gets talked about, and nope. any re- real NBA fan knows how good he is. No, because the Thunder suck,
0: and um. Even like last year, I feel like he just kind of like like nobody people talked with the Thunder, but not really. Like he's so good, he is yeah. so fucking good, and he is so fucking young. It is his third year in the league, and uh, that's I that's remember. another
1: guy where you have to chalk it up to Chris Paul.
0: Yeah, his his one season of Chris Paul tutelage is going to pay dividends his entire career.
1: Yeah, entire career it is, and it'll keep going because. He'll pass yep. his knowledge down he got from him to whoever. Yep. All right. I'm glad, I'm glad I'm going to talk about it. All right. We wrap it up there? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure we'll be on soon when trade deadline comes up because that will be crazy. Because I'm sure our team is going to make some sort of move. I hope. I saw a report that Danny yeah. Angel was like, oh, we've been close. It's just no one's happened yet. Anything you want them to do? Anything you wouldn't be, be mad at? Uh... I mean I'm just mad because I said it to you for a while about how the roster's constructed poorly. It was it it, it pissed and me off so much in the now Ainge has admitted yeah. Ainge admitted he fucked up and the yeah. roster's constructed bad, but as far as what I want, they I the two obvious things they need to do is play Robert Williams more. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And I think they need to get a shooter. Like a guy yeah. I like is Redick. I love Redick. I would love to I see Reddick in a Celtics jersey. That would be a trade exception thing. Mm-hmm. And I think... You don't make him $12 million, So I think he would be more valuable with his mind rather than his play. I think he'd be yeah. able to knock some sense into the players because he's been there. He'd be a great um, shooter He's been on a lot of... He's been on a lot of teams that have had great players around him. And he's been like the shooter. So I know he can, like, he's a guy, I'm not worried. Will he play well or not? I know he no. will. And yeah. I know he'll impact it positively. So I just kind of want that type of thing. Mm-hmm. So as far as what I want from the Celtics is I would like them to get Reddick and I want them to keep their eyes open on the buyout market to see if there's a big man they can get and play Robert Williams more.
0: I think maybe I mean as much as I like him, I feel like you can't really have our three-headed centers. So I w- out of out of all the three of them, I would be like Tice, take a hike. I like you a lot, but Tristan Thompson is a more established player, and I feel like I like what I see out of Robert Williams more. I would love to I like- see if we can get some sort of some sort of trade for JJ Redick. I also wouldn't like um, the Barnes room. I mean, I wouldn't hate the Barnes rumors. I feel like if we get Barnes in there and get him to be a kind of like fill in to what Gordon, kind of Gordon Hayward
1: gave us last year, and give him fit him into that role. I can see that working very well. Possibly. I think with um Tice, I've I've always said this. He's just too small.
0: Yeah. He's he too get-
1: small. He and like he doesn't do anything that makes up for his height, because he's not fast enough to play power forward. No. He's not tall or athletic enough to play center, but you have to put him at center. And he just gets brutalized. So that I've I've never been the biggest Tice fan. I'll I say this. Though, I don't hate on him. I root for him. I'll say when he plays great, but, yeah. and he also has the worst whistle in the NBA.
0: I was just about bring this up. I I mean, granted, I the Celtics more than any other team in the league, but I do watch a shit ton of NBA. I watch week pass every. Day. Yeah, you do. Nobody gets butt fucked by the refs. Like he does. He gets fucked by the refs more than Harding gets sucked off by the refs. <laughs> That's how I'll yes. phrase it. It's so it, atrocious. It's brutal. It was – watching those Sixers games, it was the most annoying thing in the world. The fact that the Sixers gave three guys on the Celtics five fouls against Embiid is the dumbest. That's my – that's part of my big problem with the case for Joel for MBB was just how, how much he gets put to the line. Is so crazy. And the fact that not even because he does get fouled, but the way he goes about trying to get to the line is something that, like, like, dude, it's like you are doing guard type antics in a big man's body. Or you just play big, you'll get fouled. You'll get the call. Just play big, go up with a move, and don't do your Joel and beat go to the line shit. When you're center and you're seven feet tall and nobody can guard you, you're gonna get fouled. You're gonna get put on the line. So don't don't get there in a dumb way. Get
1: there in a real way. Motherfucker. Yeah. Okay. I well,
0: we'll, we'll but but
1: my, my only closing remark. Celtics fans, just watch Brown and Tatum, because those are the only guys that matter at this point. That's your future. Certain things I want, they need to keep facilitating, making other people better, and I need Brown and Tatum to step it up in the clutch on defense, because they do it on offense, but on defense, sometimes they don't lock up like they should. It's so bad. But that's all I got. All right, we'll wrap it up there. Tune in next month when the
0: fuck I'm making a new episode. She, why do you know, I?